What is up, you beautiful heart, soul humans? Neil and Zach here, and we have a special gift coming. We haven't done this a while since the probably the woke wasted days, and Spirit wants to give a message through. So we're going right into it. We're going to give you some love, and here's a little spiritual love from Zach and the guides. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm not even going to introduce. I'm just going to hop straight in. Um, the first energy that is coming up when I tap into this is an overwhelming warmth in my heart. And all I see is volcanic rock with lava boiling up out of it. And it's this idea that the heat, the force of it is not to be contained. It's purely uncontainable which is actually how this reading felt. Neil and I were in the middle of a conversation and I started to get really tired and I started to yawn and he would say things and I couldn't respond to them. And I just was no longer present for him at all because this energy was coming through so powerfully. And the word that I keep hearing is inevitability, that there is an inevitability to what is coming as a collective and as individuals in our lives. The things that are occurring right now are inevitable, are fated, are meant to be, no matter what they may be. And I'm getting the, the vision of an eclipse. And if I understand correctly, we're actually in what I think is called an eclipse corridor. I'm not great with astrology, but I think it's called an eclipse corridor. And I had, an, I had a friend reference to me the other day that these eclipse corridors are kind of punctuations within an incarnation. They're moments when the when certain aspects of soul contracts get fulfilled, be they new beginnings or new endings. So the guides are encouraging everybody to be incredibly present with what is occurring in life right now. Be incredibly present, especially with your feelings, your emotions. Uh, and if you're somebody who is not great at feeling your emotions. Although I can't imagine many of our listeners are those types of individuals, but like if you are in the process of learning how to feel your emotions and things arise in you and somebody might um, call you out on what you're feeling and you respond, you know, uh, reflexively and aggressively towards their, you know, what you perceive as their accusation, or if somebody points out a behavior pattern to you that you don't realize what the guides are encouraging you to do is to be very present with what you're feeling, even if you don't understand it, to be very present with your behavioral patterns, even if you don't understand them. And in fact, especially if you don't understand them. So what the guides are encouraging us to do is to do some journaling, to do some reflection, whatever reflection really looks like for you. But the image they're showing me is somebody journaling by moonlight or by candlelight with the moon overhead. Um, they like to, they like to always uh, dapper things up a little bit. So this person's writing with a quill, but if you have a modern pen, you know, I suggest that it's usually a little bit easier than having to dip a feather in gooseberry. Uh, but that's just me. I don't know. You know, different strokes for different folks. Let's see. So all I keep hearing from them is presence, 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 and dissection. There's always a deeper layer, is what they're saying. And they're showing me 
what's called the Mandelbrot set. I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of the official term for this, but I don't know if you've ever been on YouTube and you watch those videos where there are these fractal patterns that are playing out on the screen and the video zooms in to the fractal pattern. And as it gets closer and closer, um, you fall into the image and then a new pattern emerges from the area that you fell into. Or like in a movie when the camera zooms into somebody's pupil and then as it goes through their iris or their pupil, there's like a galaxy. And then as they zoom into the galaxy, it turns into something else. And the idea here is that there are deeper and deeper layers of complexity that are working at hand. And yet, as we immerse ourselves deeper and deeper into these layers of emotional complexity, complexity of consciousness, things become more simple. We reach a point where we break through what appears to be overwhelming complexity and we reach a state of inner silence where all of the complexity is perceived of within a single moment, within every single moment that passes. And as the whole, as all of the complexity is understood at once, it, it crystallizes as a very understandable pattern. Um, the image that they're showing me would be like driving through busy city streets of New York, for example. But then you have a you get the opportunity to ride in a helicopter and you're high above the city or you're in a hot air balloon and you're high above the city and you see the layout of the city and you go, oh, it's just a big grid. It's just a big grid with big buildings. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing overtly complex about it. But the the closer you are to the floor, the more complex and unmanageable it all seems. And so the guides are encouraging you to fall deeper and deeper into your emotions deeper and deeper into the patterns of your life until you break through the other side and you see through them. And when you see through them, what you see is the presence and power of the divine, the presence and power of God flowing through not only your life, but all things, not all living things, all things, everything that moves through your life and all the energy that moves through the universe the divine, and it is perfectly orchestrated. I, I feel almost inadequate in saying it because there's no way to convey what the guides are showing me in my heart into words. It's like pointing at the moon. Uh, and that's really, I think, what they're trying to get at here is that the truth is beyond definition. The truth is beyond words. Any way that you try to describe the truth, or even your feelings, which are an expression of truth, any way that you would try and describe them is a reductive practice. It is not the truth itself. It is merely you pointing at the truth. It is you pointing at the moon. experience, feeling. This is the closest that we can get to truth right now. And the guides are saying that as we elevate in consciousness, as we stay present with 
the experiences and we stay present with these emotions, so too will we pass through that to another layer of experience. As human beings, what we understand of as experience might be, well, really, our thoughts at one level, many, 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 many individuals think that their experience of this plane, their experience of their life is synonymous with the thoughts that they have about that experience. Somebody did me wrong. That person betrayed me. That person's an asshole, blah, 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 blah. All the thoughts. None of that's true. (laughs) What is actually true to you in that moment is your feelings. But there's a truth beyond that as well. And you have to understand that you are re-articulating <laughs> you are re-articulating your body and your consciousness so that you can experience more the great sages of human history the great gurus all of these great beings our guides experience truth differently than we do we experience them through our hormones through our nervous system, through these bodily somatic sensations that we identify as feelings. But there is a there are many, many planes of experience beyond that. And we are being given access to those planes of experience, but you do not graduate to those planes of experience until you can handle the experience that's being given to you on this plane. You do not graduate to understanding the nuance and texture of your feelings until you are able to see through your thoughts. You do not garner the ability to see the perfection and the bliss and the state of being beyond duality until you can feel through your emotions to unite through duality. You're being invited to a higher experience. Will you accept the invitation? As you say yes to this, as you say yes to this higher experience, so too do you say yes to the higher experience of all those who you will come across and all those that exist on this plane. So we ask you to say yes, not for us, but for yourselves, not for our satisfaction but for your salvation, for your peace, for your experience of your divinely gifted right to be, not to think, not even to feel, but to be as is an experience beyond description because it is an experience that exists beyond description, beyond thought a silence that is pregnant with sound. An experience so full that it is empty of all things. It's paradoxical. Some of you might roll your eyes at it until you've experienced it. 
And then you'll roll your eyes at everybody who rolls their eyes at this. When we speak of love, we speak of something that is beyond description. Love is unity. Love is not just a unifying force, as Zach might talk about. Love is unity. When you are inside of time, inside of space, you experience it as a unifying force. But really, you are just experiencing the unity. So long as you are thinking you are compartmentalizing. So long as you are compartmentalizing, you were separating. So long as you were separating, you were out of love and out of unity. Anytime that you seek to define somebody, that you seek to define a relationship, catch yourself, be mindful, let the thought pass by, don't judge it, but feel into it. Instead of defining the person, experience the person. Instead of defining your relationship, experience the relationship. Instead of defining your experience, experience your experience. <laughs> to experience your experience is to be. That is not to say that language does not have a purpose. You still need to communicate with your mouths, or as Zach says, talk with your faces. To live in the world that you live in now. A world of interaction and commerce, a world of perceived separation for the sake of growth. We are not denying language. We are not denying communication, but we are inviting you to experience a level beyond that. Zach is having a small epiphany. We are showing him the process of telepathy which is, some of you think, a process of hearing the thoughts of others, when in actuality, telepathy is a process of unification. So that the thoughts that you have, the experiences that you have, are part and parcel, not synonymous to, but the same as the experience of another. This is telepathy. Telepathy is unification. And when one is unified, one does not require to communicate verbally. Many fanciful and beautiful things and artful things can be communicated verbally. Again, we do not deny those, but we invite you to experience beyond. You might find that it improves your poetry. You might find that it improves. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Zach is back. I was about to continue the channeling and Neil's internet literally shut down and kicked him off of the call. So uh, I was like, okay, no more. I'm hopping out of the records. Uh, I really enjoyed the experience of that channeling. I really hope that you guys enjoyed the experience of listening to it. I just wanted to hop in with, I guess, a final note of practicality um, with regards to the experience. When the guides are referring to, they, they spoke to this briefly, but as thoughts arise, allowing them to go and not judging them. And when we breach through that 
pathway, we begin to experience more of our emotions. And this can be a tumultuous time in our lives when emotions that we didn't even realize that we had, they were repressed, not suppressed, unconsciously pushed down. As these emotions begin to arise, there's a challenge in identity. Oh, I thought I was somebody who didn't feel that much. I thought I was somebody who didn't have these emotions. Everybody has them. Everybody has access to them. We're taught not to feel them. I had a conversation with somebody about this yesterday. As we breach into that state of experiencing more of our emotions and feeling them more, one, your experience has now expanded. You're now feeling more of the world because you're now able to, you have more sensory appendages. It would be like if you had five fingers for your whole life and then I gave you a whole new hand and you had 10 fingers, you're like, holy shit, I can feel way more. (laughs) It's that same thing in a different way. I would encourage you again to continue to watch the thoughts as they arise because now as your experience expands, so too will your judgments and presuppositions about that experience. And you will think about that experience from the standpoint of your past. You will try and compare the experience that you are newly having to experiences that you had in the past. But these experiences are not comparable because you have about five to 10 times as much experience now as you did then. Do not do yourself the disservice of limiting what you are now experiencing by comparing it to the old. Just be with it. Don't judge it. Don't create expectation. Don't presuppose. Just be and let everything else pass by. That's it for us this week. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We love you. We appreciate you so much. If you like the episode, if you like the podcast, please share it with friends. Please share it with family. Please share it with people who you think would benefit from it. We trust you and we love you. Thank you.